We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bear Down Ballers, episode two. I'm Ryan Wall, joined by Jordan Pollock once again. And Jordan, last night we saw the Arizona Wildcats make their season debut in tremendous fashion. A big 63-point victory over Morgan State. What were your thoughts on that game and how are you doing today? I'm doing well, doing well. It's a good day, um, especially after a Wildcat win. Um, yeah, let's jump in. So, um, played pretty much flawlessly. I think the amount of scoring from top to bottom, I don't really know if you could really ask more of how many double digit scores they had. I think it was eight, eight double digit scores. Um, I know the competition isn't quite what they're going to get later on the week, but um still great to see how up tempo the offense is everybody was getting touches um everybody was able to find good spots that they're comfortable from shooting from yeah well you mentioned the eight guys for the Arizona Wildcats that scored in double digits and let's get into a couple of them right off the bat Kylan Boswell led the team in scoring 18 points he set a career high for himself along with his 18 points five rebounds made four three-pointers, and Jordan, to me, I thought this was, obviously it was the most points he scored in a collegiate game so far, but I thought this was his best all-around performance, not just scoring. I thought his playmaking was excellent. He showed some poise in his game. He wasn't forcing anything on the offense, and he was just letting the game come to him, and like we said last week, we were we were raving about Boswell, and I said he's one of the best point guards in basketball this season and I know like you said it's not against the best opponents yet we'll, we'll get into when they play Duke later this week but still he looked quite incredible last night yeah it's it's really it's really funny because last week we were talking about I think you had him as the MVP for this team and I had him as the yep. breakout player and so I think kind of in our in our in our own ways that we were both kind of right in that and he he was just letting it fly, man. I think some of the some of the threes that he was shooting were he he wasn't doubting himself. He was quick to pull the trigger, and and I'm sure the the full off season of being in the program 
um, is just giving him more comfortable option to feel that he can pull those triggers. And he's a great shooter, man. He's a great shooter. I'm curious to see how much he's going to live on that three ball through the season. Um, Cause like we were saying is, is this team compared to last year's team is him, Caleb love and even Pele are three dimensional scores. They can pull it from deep. They can pump fake and get a mid range shot and they can drive it to the hoop. So it'll be interesting to see some of their shot selection, especially against uh, better competition. Like we'll see this Friday. Yeah, I thought another thing that was intriguing to me, Jordan, was how well Arizona's guards played together. You know, this was, you know, they played some, you know, exhibition games. They had a trip to Israel over the summer where they played a little bit together, but not a ton. This was their first full game together. And I was really impressed, like how unselfish each player was, including Caleb Love. He was really good. I I, I don't think he forced a couple threes that, I questioned a little bit, but it wasn't as many as we saw at UNC. And you mentioned Paul Larson, and he was a guy that was unknown whether he was going to play this game, let alone start the season in the starting lineup. I I believe you thought that maybe he should start the year to come off the bench. I kind of like him in the starting lineup because he's a bigger guard, and and I like that. But not just them. All four of the quote-unquote guards, including Jaden Bradley, I I was impressed with Jaden Bradley. I thought he did a really good job of handling the ball, controlling the offense, uh, and just getting everyone involved. What did you think about Bradley and and just overall how all four of those guards played together last night? Yeah, I think think one of the biggest differences, and they even gave a graphic um, for the game last night, is the differences between the head guards of Caleb Love um, and um, and Bradley compared to last year's Kerr and Ramey and how often they got to the free throw line. And I think that shows one of their ability to be drivers. And that's going to be a really different thing that than we saw last year because it was mostly post-isolation with uh, Zoo and Umar and kickouts. And where this year's team, like you're going to see a lot more dribble drives and, and paint touches off off the ball and so I think that's that's one thing that I think is going to help out the team a lot especially scoring wise because if you have a high free throw percentage and you're getting to the line a lot it's really hard to beat teams that you can't keep them from there and they're hitting at a high efficiency so I think that that's going to be one piece of scoring I think that's really going to help them a lot especially from their guards because Umar's so big he's he's going to get fouls here and there and if he's shooting at a decent percentage uh, from the from the line, I I don't see this team having trouble scoring because that is in their back pocket of of uh, forcing fouls and getting to the line. Yeah, you mentioned Arizona doing well from the free throw line. Also, from the field, they were fifty five percent. From deep, they were forty four percent in this game, and. Jordan, another thing that stood out to me in this game is you mentioned, you know, last year's team with Kirk Carissa and Courtney Ramey and Azules Tabellas, just kind of how the team played it a little bit differently. As we saw, you know, a lot of possessions, Tabellas was touching the ball, getting the ball inside the paint, finishing, you know, and creating offense down low. But this year, as I mentioned, they have a ton of guards. 
and you you know they're they're gonna play a little bit of a different style of basketball. And to be honest, I just had so much fun watching this Arizona team last night. They were just you know they they had a lot of steals. They got in transition. They were running the the fast break and. They when they do that, they're very hard to stop. And Jordan, the next player that I wanted to get your opinion on from last night is a guy that we talked a lot about last week, and that's Kashaw Johnson. Johnson, you know, came over from San Diego State, and last night he was really, really impressive. He did a little bit of everything. You know, he had 15.7 rebounds. He had a couple uh, steals. He was just all over the place, active on defense and, you know, wasn't forcing anything and just letting the game on offense come to him. What do you think about Johnson? Definitely. And I and I think one thing I said last week, it was going to be interesting to see how he can do rebounding, because that's kind of a phase of his game that he wasn't really forced into a lot of at San Diego State. And with Zoo gone, that's that's a huge stat line that needs to be replaced in a way. And. And the seven rebounds is is great, but I think just the style of play, I think, and off shots, everybody was hitting the glass. And so I think I think they're gonna share those responsibilities a little bit more. Um, but five of his rebounds were on the offensive end. And I think that's huge when you're getting second chance points throughout the game, uh, possession by possession. I think that's gonna be huge for them. And I think Another thing that I was surprised to see uh, him come up with three blocks, <laughs> especially on a team where we have a seven footer and and he's short for his position. So I think that's one thing that's super encouraging, especially with um, how how athletic our guards are and how aggressive they can be if they're able to even depend on a smaller forward that we have down there that's gonna that's gonna help rim protect. Yeah, you know, he's listed at only I think about like six, seven around there, but he plays a lot bigger. He's yeah. a he's a strong player and he really is a defensive anchor for this team, alongside Umar Balo, who Balo had a had a good game. You know, he didn't score a ton, but he still had twelve points, six rebounds, three steals and a block, a good stat line for him. I, I think they need to Get, get the ball into Balo a little bit more, call more plays for Balo. This is something I've said back to last year, and the more plays they call for him, the the easier it will be for Balo to get, you know, just easy buckets down in the paint. What would you see from Balo last night, and do you think you're seeing an improved version of, of Balo than last year? Um, I'd say it's still probably a little early to tell that, and I think especially with how great of scores we have in the guard positions, I think I think it's just gonna be a game by game feel of how of how they're being defended. Honestly, I think I think that's one of the biggest questions I have is how teams are going to defend us if if they want if they're gonna like not double in the post and double Balo with every touch. I, I agree with you. I think that's one thing that they should be going to a little bit more. I don't I don't think they need to put it in the post for a post feed every single possession, but it's it's a great option to have when you're able to sprinkle the ball everywhere. And especially when they're playing teams with better fives, trying to put them in positions to maybe even get in foul trouble. Um, but I, I think that's the biggest thing. It'll it'll just depend on how they're guarding. 
um like like we saw last night they're pretty much they're pretty much going full full man and not really in any help positions um and they weren't doubling a lot so i think i think if if we're gonna see that i think we'll probably see a little more post post action with ballo um but like i said earlier too like with our guards on dribble drives that's gonna be a way that they're gonna get paint touches as well yeah another thing that i i I believe makes this team better and more suitable for postseason play later in the season is that they're not as reliant as they were last year on you know throwing it into Tabellus late in games and and having him be the enforcer on the offensive end they don't have that issue they have many guys that you know could step up in big moments we'll see which one later in the season but Jordan I wanted to get into some of the freshmen three freshmen three out of the four freshmen last night played over 10 minutes the one that stuck out the most to me was KJ Lewis eight points five rebounds five assists four steals I think that guy did not look like a freshman on the floor I I said a lot of good things last week about him that he's playing beyond wise beyond his years I, I thought he really played with confidence last night and he made the most impact you know, kind of around the edges, not necessarily scoring the ball, but, you know, getting those big steals, you know, starting, you know, breaks in transition and kind of getting his teammates involved. What do you think about, you know, KJ Lewis last night and maybe some of the other freshmen? Definitely. I agree. I think, I think KJ has a big chance to be one of the more unsung heroes with kind of, he's not being, he's not going to be asked to score 10, 15, 20 a night. But his mere athleticism and I think just some of the IQ plays we've seen already is going to put him in spots to be playing winning basketball. And I would not be surprised if towards the end of the year we start to see him get get more clutch minutes because of that. Because you can't have too many of those guys on the floor in the clutch or even throughout the entire game. So I think I think his bench contribution could be a big huge impact for this team going forward um and i think what one of the guys i i was very impressed with was um Morauskas in the minutes that he was giving giving off the bench um at the forward position and i think that's one thing we were talking about last week which is going to be curious especially with vasar the injury of vasar is how they're going to get minutes for balo and for johnson um he played very well i I don't think that uh, Morgan State was really that big in their in their front court, and so it's probably not the thing to stake your to stake your dinner on to make sure that he's going to be playing well against a lot better teams. Um, and we'll talk about it later, but Duke's Duke's a lot bigger. Duke's a lot bigger, so we'll 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 definitely get a better idea of what our bench front court is going to look like this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, I thought Morauskas did look good last night. I thought he he showed his jump shot off, made a couple three-pointers. I, I think he has a smooth stroke from deep, you know, from the three-point line. I was impressed with him. He he moved a lot better than I thought, you know, because he, he is a taller guy. I believe he's 6'8". But the other freshman that, that had a great game was Krivas. He had 12 points, five rebounds, also four assists. I thought where he excelled the most was his passing as a big man. He made some spectacular passes on offense, you know, and he's kind of a guy that, you know, he, he can, he, he can play bigger, but he also, when he catches the ball in the post, he also looks for his teammates, you know, cutting to the hole, you know, and, and around the three point line. So overall, Jordan, I was really impressed by these four freshmen in their first game in college basketball and like we talked about a lot last week, you know, Arizona this season, unlike years in the past, they're going to rely heavily on their freshman players. As we know, you know, besides Jaden Bradley off the bench, who, who who looked good in spurts last night, there's not a lot of guys besides Henry Visar, who we hope comes back. But the rest, you know, of the bench consists of guys that just don't have a lot of experience. But Jordan, any other final thoughts on this game before we move on to the game of the week against Duke? Yeah, I think the last thing I would say is just uh, we're talking about it right before we start recording, but just kind of the surprise we both had of Pele starting, much less the fact that we we didn't even know if he was going to be fully available. And and he looked great. He looked great. He we saw base. Well, basically what I saw is I saw the bench version of him. Which last year, I feel like those were Pele was two players. There was the starter Pele that was forcing stuff, felt like he was a guy that needed to score. And when he was open, he had to shoot at every play. And then there was the bench version of him that played naturally within the game and rose with the tempo 
took his shots, chose his time to drive in. And so that's the version we saw of him last night. And, and I hope he stays that way. Cause I think, I think this team is a lot better with him starting because he offers size. He offers that experience and he can also knock down an open three. Yeah. I thought, you know, we didn't know if Pella Larson was going to play, you know, last night, but yeah, like you said, it seemed like in the last season or two, whenever he, you know, he, he would drive to the hole and he just didn't seem like he could finish at a high rate. And it seemed like last night, every time he was driving in, you know, he, he was just open on offense. He was finishing, you know, he, he looked a lot more confident. He looked really good. And, you know, like we people have said, and, and I've said in the past, Pella is just to me the perfect glue guy. He makes everything run on offense and on defense. He's one of the team's best defensive players. So, yeah, I thought I thought Larson was great, and it was just great to get him back. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season, and we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD. 1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. Arizona goes to Cameron Indoor to play Duke, um, a Duke team that, you know, right now is ranked top five in the country. The game's at 5 p.m. Mountain Time in Arizona, and Right now, there's no line out. I would predict that Duke would be favored by a couple points in this game. But like Arizona, Duke has a lot of guards. They play, to me, they have four to five really good guards, you know, and they don't just have guards. They have a lot of proven veteran players. You know, Kyle Filipowski was excellent last night. They beat Dartmouth uh, by 38 points. You know, not as many as Arizona won their first game, but they still look good, you know, and they have, you know, I mentioned the guards, you know, Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, Jared McCain's a fr- highly talented freshman. He looked good at his debut, only going to get better. And then, you know, they got Caleb Foster, one of their other highly, you know, talented recruits. But Jordan, what do you think about this matchup and how do you think, Arizona matches up against this talented Duke team. Yeah. So I was, I was like kind of looking at some of the roster and, and just the starters, I think the head to head matchups that we're going to see just kind of blew my mind. And, and I, the three matchups that I kind of wrote down and was thinking about was uh, Boswell and Jeremy Roach, which is 
crazy in itself. Jeremy Roach being one of the one of the best upperclassmen guards in the country. I'm I'm still even surprised he's at Duke. He's been I'm pretty sure he's been starting since he was a freshman. Yeah, I thought he was um, gonna leave the past two years. Literally. And so he brings a ton of experience. So I think that matchup is is gonna be really fun, especially with with the amount of talent that Boswell has and and how they're gonna how they're gonna go up against each other. So that one, um Filipowski and Ballo, uh fives battling each other, and then Tyrese Proctor and Caleb Bluff. I think they're those are very evenly matched up. Um I think battles. Um and that's pretty much like the one guards, the three guards and the fives. And I'm so excited. I think this is going to be a pretty highly scoring game. I don't see one team blowing out the other. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be back and forth the entire game. Um I think I kind of give the edge to Duke and I think that's only because it is in Cameron and that place is just insane. It's basically a high school gym that's packed together that has a bunch of crazy student, literally crazy students on the sideline screaming at players the entire game. And it's, it's, it's a, gr- I think it's a great thing that U of A is going to go into an environment like this so early in the season. And, and I'm really excited. I think the, I think the one biggest thing that I'm going to be curious about, and um, I don't know if you watched much of the Duke game last night, but I think yeah. one of the things that I noticed was, the pick and roll game with Filipowski. And so I think it's going to depend on how U of A can guard that. Um, Is Balo going to sit back? Is he going to, is he going to hedge the guard um, leaving Philip for the role? I think that'll, that'll be, that'll be a big one that I'm really curious to see how that specific action in Duke's offense will go for them throughout the night. Yeah. You, you mentioned, Kyle Filipowski, Umar Balo. That's the matchup that I'm looking forward to see the most. To me, two of the top five centers in college basketball right now. And, you know, Kyle Filipowski has just shown a lot of improvement on the offensive end of the floor, you know, getting the ball in the post, finishing. But, you know, it's going to be a tough task against Balo for him. And, you know, Balo is just he's just a, a defensive force down low in the paint. I, I kind of give the edge here to Arizona just because I, I just favor some of their matchups. You know, we we're discussing the matchups. I, I just think Caleb love is better than any guard that Duke has. I mentioned, I like a lot of Duke's guards. They have a, a lot of talent there. And also a lot of people are talking about Tyrese Proctor and how he is going to be, you know, like a top 10 NBA pick. And he has a lot of talent this season. But I think Kylan Boswell is better than Tyrese Proctor. I think he has more mm-hmm. upside for in the long term and in the short term. I just think Boswell is better. I, I, I really do. I think he's he I just think he's a better shooter. I think he's a better point guard, a better passer. And, you know, this is the matchup that I've been looking forward to for the last couple of months. Since they announced it, you know, Jordan, everybody talks about how, you know, the first week of the season, the schedule sucks, but I know we've waited a couple of days for Friday when this comes around, but, you know, you can't get a better matchup in the first week of college basketball than this, than Duke and Arizona too. uh, To me, you know, Duke's, you know, are 
for sure blue blood. I consider Arizona blue blood. So two blue bloods going against each other. This should be fantastic. Uh, before we go, Jordan, I want to get your final prediction for this game. Do you think Arizona can pull off the upset in Cameron Indoor? I I don't I don't think they will, and I think a majority of that is just due to experience in their system and where the game is being played. I've got Arizona losing on Friday night, seventy-two to sixty-nine in a barn burner. I'm gonna go with Arizona. I think they're gonna win by three points. It's gonna be a close game, like you think so too. But I think that the Arizona just has a couple X factors. I mentioned Umar Balo. And, you know, we talked about Keyshaw Johnson earlier. You know, he's played in big games. He was in the championship last year. Caleb Love, this is a revenge game for him against former rival Duke. I think I think Caleb Love's going to go off for 25-plus on Friday night in Duke. I, I really think this is going to be a, a great game. And the last guy, uh, the last X-Factor for Arizona is Pella Larson. I think Larson is going to be able to match up very well against Jeremy Roach, against Tyree Proctor or whoever, you know, Tommy Lloyd puts him against. I I really think he's a fantastic defensive player and we'll see that Friday night, but any other, any other things you wanted to touch on, on this game, Jordan? I think another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think one thing that's interesting, and I think I think in the presser, Tommy talked about the reason this game got put on was because of his relationship with John. And so I think I think the head coaches actually is kind of a cool story of uh there's a there's a little little bit of differences with John Shire actually able to take over the program that he coached with um under Coach K, but they're both young coaches, they're both recruiting at a high level, they're both at elite programs. So I'm I think that's that's a pretty cool storyline and a cool matchup, especially since they have a friendship together. So so John John Shire and and Tommy Lloyd is is a pretty cool storyline for young, young, really good programs that are that are right now it's preseason yeah. or early in the season, but they're they're both at the pinnacle of college basketball right now in their respective conferences. Yeah, and it's just great, you know, to mention once again, it's great that both coaches could come together to play each other early in the season. This is the premier matchup of the first week of college basketball. This is going to be a great one. I I really just can't wait. I'm so excited for this matchup. And even if I I think Arizona's going to get the job done, but whoever, you know, loses this game, I I don't think it's going to impact them in the long run because 
both of these teams, you know, I think are going to go to the final four this year, actually. So I, I really think that this won't matter in the long run. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's episode of Bear Down Ballers. You can follow us now on X at Bear Down AZ Pod. You could download the pod, give us, you know, a follow, and we'll be back for a special post game episode the day after this game on Saturday. So we'll see you then.